Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, welcome to Always Hungry from iHeartRadio. My name is Bobby Flay, and I'm here with my daughter and co-host. I'm Sophie Flay. And on Always Hungry, Sophie and I gather around my stove to cook together. Well, you cook, I ask the questions and eat the food. If there's any food left, we come to the table together to share a meal, connect as a family, and tell the stories that matter to us. So today we're talking about essential kitchen tools and also pantry items. And I wanted to talk about this because I was trying to cook something out of your Bobby at home cookbook. <laughs> trying to cook something <laughs> yeah, out of Yeah, I told you I failed on the muffins. <laughs> but I I noticed in here, which I hadn't noticed before, because I've made I've made some things out of here, was Bobby's essential pantry and equipment. And you really give such a great list of what you should have in your pantry and what equipment you should have to to like set yourself up for success. So because I knew we were doing this podcast today on this particular subject, I literally went around my kitchen a little while ago, and I just wrote down what I have. Okay. Not everything, but... What do you want to start with, pantry or equipment? I want to talk about equipment. So basically, um, 
have like a little container right next to my stove that I call my hand tools or the things that I go to most that I, that I use when I'm at the stove. Oh, okay, yeah. So like a rubber spatula, a metal mm-hmm. spatula, a wooden spoon, a zester. Yeah, I don't have a zester. Yeah, you should get one. Okay. <clears throat> and then a couple of whisks of different sizes. Mm-hmm. Some tongs, both long and short. Mm-hmm. And they're very important. Then I have some brushes if I'm, if I'm going to glaze something, you know. I don't have any brushes. Ladles, in case I want to like, I don't know, pasta water into the yeah. pan, so to speak. Um, I have something called a spider. You know what that is? It's like a big... Um it's like a basically like a big spoon strainer sort of thing. It's round and it has a lot of holes in it, so you can actually take something solid out of something liquid, and the liquid will stay in the pot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a I was right. Yeah. And then um, I have a meat thermometer. I don't have one of those. Well, this is what you should get a meat thermometer <laughs> because a lot of people say, "How do you know when it's done?" Well, check, check it. Check it. Yeah. You know, a meat thermometer is important. Um, and then, like, then I have a host of things. Want me to read some of the things I have? Okay. So I have a citrus juicer, like a hand oh, yeah. citrus juicer, yeah, yeah. just to squeeze like lemon and lime mm-hmm. juice, basically. Um, Christina, there's some pasta puttanesque here if you want it. Okay. And then um, I have a mallet. Do you know what that's for? Meat. Yeah, to pound like chicken breast yeah. or you know, if you're making milanese or chicken cutlets or something right. like that. I have a, uh, a cheese grater, a box grater, if you want to grate cheese. Of course, a potato peeler. I have lots of different sizes of mixing bowls. Yeah, see, I have like three. I think I need more than that. You need more than that. <laughs> then I have measuring cups, both for liquid and for dry. So I have measuring cups, and then I have measuring spoons, you know, for like baking. Mm-hmm. But also measuring cups for like liquid measure. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, I have a colander to strain things out. And then some other strainers that are finer, you know, if there's like smaller particles that you want to sort of get rid of. Mm-hmm. Then, then like pan, pots and pans. Definitely, I definitely have my cast iron pans. Yeah. I use, you use those too. I love my cast iron pan. Yeah, th- those should, you should be able to have those forever. Then I also have stainless steel pans. Mm-hmm. But then I also have my green pans, which are uh, Nonstick, mm-hmm. and I love them because they go in the dishwasher, and you can also sear in them. It's the one pan that I found where it's nonstick, and you can get it hot hot enough so they can sear sear at the same time. It's mm-hmm. very hard to find a pan like that. Mm-hmm. Um, cutting boards, so I like cutting on wood, especially when I'm cutting vegetables, onions, and things like that. But then I also have plastic ones for like meats and fish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, then I have, oh, I have these plastic cord containers that, that I get from restaurant supply houses. You can get them on Amazon <laughs> oh, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those are good for leftovers. Right. You know, you that's, can def- like your, that's your Tupperware. You that's don't my really tu- use Tupperware. I don't use Tupperware. No. Because the, the plastic cord containers, you should, just, you should go on Amazon and just buy a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Because you can never have enough of those things. Then, of course, I need a roasting pan or two with a rack so I can roast a chicken or a roast or a turkey or what have you. Um, I have one or two stock pots so I can make chick- big things of chicken soup, so to speak. Every ten, um, seven to ten days. Exactly. <laughs> um, I have some sheet trays. Mm-hmm. Um, and I use sheet trays a lot. I use, I, 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 I use sheet trays to kind of like, especially if I'm, do, if I'm doing a dinner party or a lunch party, I, um, like I'll, I'll put, you know, different preparations on different sheet trays to keep, mm-hmm. them, in, to keep them in line. And also, like, if I'm going to bake biscuits, I need a sheet tray. Or bake chocolate chip cookies right. or something like that. Right. 
So <clears throat> this is a really good example of how to use something, how to make something right out of your pantry. Like couldn't make it to the store. Yeah. Snowstorm or you're just lazy, you're hungover, <laughs> yeah, yeah. whatever it is. Like, and you're like, I just want, I'm hungry, and you know, what can I, what can I make from out of my pantry, okay? We're gonna make pasta puttanesca. Okay. Which actually is translated as um, in pasta in the style of prostitutes. What? Puttanesca is, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, the stories are like varied as to how it became <laughs> okay. part of that. One of it, one of the stories I read was that they would make this dish because it was had such strong flavors because it has anchovies and capers and garlic, etc., and olives, and it would lure like the like the men to the to the to the brothels. What? I don't believe it. Okay. But anyway, it's called pasta puttanesca. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Who knows what the story is? I've never made this. This is a classic Southern Italian dish. It's so good. Um, so basically, what we're going to do is. We're gonna start with some garlic, some crushed garlic. So we have garlic, we have anchovies, we have tomato sauce, we have crushed red pepper, uh, capers, and then we have, um, we have some herbs. We're gonna put some basil, oregano, and parsley in it, and then some, uh, some Parmesan cheese. Okay. This is a good dish. Are you hungry? So hungry. <laughs> A, you know, it's really flavorful, but what's really great is, you know, you have all these things that are basically coming out of your pantry. You know, the anchovies, the capers, the olives. Hopefully, you have some garlic in the refrigerator or on top of your counter, which I always do. And then, you know, a good quality jarred tomato sauce or some canned tomatoes. Make you make your own sauce. Yeah. It's up to you. All right. You're so using Reyes. I'm using yeah. Today I'm using Reyes. I always have a, a good quality. Tomato sauce in my just in case I, you know. You never know who's gonna come over. Yeah, you exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, I literally have it for you because when you like like show up unannounced um, and you're like, Dad, I'm hungry. <laughs> it's like, all right, here. <sighs> Then I have some things that a lot of people might not have. Right. I have like a tortilla press <laughs> because I'm going to make tortillas. Although I'd like one of those. Yeah. I mean, they're cheap and it's cool to make your own tortillas. Totally. All you need is some masa harina and some water and you mm -hmm. can make your tortillas. They're not easy to do. Right. I, I, and frankly, I've been cooking Southwestern food and, you know, Mexican inspired food for a very long time. I'm not great at it. Mm. Because there are people that do it every single day and they're asleep. Right. Those people are good. Right. Um... I have a pasta machine, so I have pasta attachments that I actually, um, you can have like a, 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 a hand-cranked pasta machine, which are the classic ones, but I also have attachments for my KitchenAid. Oh, right. You know, I think you've seen me do that before. Yeah. I also have a good espresso machine. <laughs> Very important for me to, Same. to get through the day. Yeah. Then I have cosuelas, which are these earthenware, sort of these brown earthenware yeah. dishes round that you'll see like in a lot of Mexican and Spanish cooking, a lot of Latin cuisines. Right. And, and I use them for, for, for kitchen, from oven to table cooking. Yeah. You know, roasting mushrooms, roasting shrimp, roasting cheese. But you're usually using them in your pizza oven though, right? I, you can put them in any oven. Oh, really? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, then I have a muffin tin to make <laughs> muffins. 
Or I, the other day I made those morning buns from tartine. Do you ever make cupcakes? Never. I've never seen a cupcake in this I'm not house. a cupcake fan. Love a cupcake. There's only one good part of the cupcake. Hmm. The topping. <laughs> As Ina, true? Ina Garten said to me that cupcakes, like the bottom of the cupcake is just the vehicle for the top. Well, She's right. Let's face facts. All right. Anyway, um, I'm looking on your equipment list here in your book. <laughs> What's yeah. a ramekin? What's a ramekin? Yeah. So a ramekin is like a round little porcelain, um, not a bowl, but it's like straight oh. edged. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's with the, with, with, so like the, the thing that I think about mostly is they make soufflés in them. Right. Yeah, yeah. no, ex- exactly. I just didn't know that's what it was called. Um, a spice right. grinder. Yeah. Oh, that's actually a good point. It's a, it's a, a coffee grinder. Like for coffee greens? Yeah. Co- coffee greens. Coffee, gra- coffee beans. I use it to, to grind spices, so like black peppercorns. I like make literally pepper. your coffee grinder? Yeah. Oh. I have two. I have one for coffee and one for spices. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, don't get it mixed up because then your coffee's going to be very <laughs> spicy, which could be cool too. Wait, wait, wait. Digital scale. Do I really need that? You need a scale if you're going to bake because mm. basically instead of like good bakers will tell you that you can't measure Cups, you have to weigh grams. It drives me a little crazy, but I'm not a baker. So, right, okay. But when I'm making now, now when I make pizza dough, I weigh it. You do? I do. What's and I the take perfect the, weight? I also take the temperature of the air and the flour. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, you're getting nutty with well, it. Well, because the guy who owns Ratza, Dan Rickert, told me, like, took me through it. He's like, dude, this is science. This isn't like, you know, this isn't pancake batter. <laughs> yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. I'm going to make it this weekend. Okay. Um, okay, so then... Wait, hold what? on. I'm sorry. I'm, well, I just have questions about this. I don't have, I, I don't have 75% of these things. A deep fry thermometer and an instant read thermometer are different? They are. You can't it's just the, have one? You can, you can, I guess. But the deep fry ones, the thing, the thing about the deep fry ones is that... It actually, it, it's you can you can you can submerge it the whole thing in the in the oil, and it will actually attach to the pot that you're cooking that you're heating the oil up in, so you can watch it rise. A a instant read thermometer, you just kind of like you probe whatever the meat is, and then it tells you like in the next few seconds what the temperature is. Got it. So I mean, they they do somewhat the same thing, but they are different. I don't have a food processor. Let me write this down. Uh, seriously, I need to know what to get you for, for certain <laughs> holidays, like your birthday. Oh, you, great. A food processor for my birthday. Listen, I bought you an espresso <laughs> machine. You were thrilled. Yeah, because I love coffee. Like, uh, do I really need a food, presser, food processor if I have a blender? Yes, they're very different. Just think about it for a second. A blender is incredibly powerful from the bottom up, and a food processor will actually cut and mix things in a circle. It, it does things very differently. Sometimes a blender is too powerful for something you want to food process. Okay. Microplane. Zester. Oh. That's the zester. Oh, oh. Yeah. That's what it's called, a microplane? Yeah, because it was used for something else, and then somebody f- figured out that it made, it made a better zester than the zesters <laughs> that we used to use. <laughs> Got it, okay.
I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step, and you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, now we can move on to pantry. Okay, so here's the things that I have in my pantry. So I have a couple different olive oil. I have, I have a couple different oils. I have extra virgin olive oil, and I have cooking oils, like canola oil, for instance, something light, canola or vegetable oils. Mm-hmm. And, the, and basically, the extra virgin olive oil, I don't, I don't usually heat up very often because it can get really bitter very quickly. I usually finish things with it. It's almost like a sauce because it's so, it's so pungent in terms of flavor and um, it's, it's got such a rich sort of thick texture to it. And, you don't, and I think when you add heat to it, I, I think it loses its properties. Mm-hmm. So I use something that has a higher smoke point, a lighter oil like canola or vegetable oil, peanut oil, something along those lines to, to cook with. I also use a ton of honey in my cooking. Yeah. Not to make things sweet, but to make, well, I mean, to, to kind of balance out the big flavors that I use. Um, I use kosher salt and sea salt. Um, I, gra- I, I, I crack my own black pepper, so I always have a big bowl of cracked black pepper or ground black pepper that I use to season everything with. What's the difference between black peppercorns and white peppercorns other than obviously the color? The hull. Like, do they taste different? They do taste different. White pepper, yes. Um, yeah, they definitely, de- yeah. I, I find... Um, how do you describe the flavor? Like, why would you choose to use one over the other? They have different flavors. I mean, black pepper tastes to me like what pepper is supposed to taste like. White pepper is peppery as well, but it uh, it almost has like a um, what's the best way to describe this? Almost like a like a like an earthier flavor. Okay. I don't know. I just like the flavor of black pepper. Okay. Yeah, me too. One, one of the things I'm really into is Szechuan peppercorns. Mm, oh, and so good. And they they give like they give you like a tingle yeah. on your tongue. But I'm gonna make a Szechuan peppercorn hot sauce Ooh. and make tacos with it. I don't know why anybody hasn't done that yet. Wait, don't tell anyone about that. That could be like a new business. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no secrets in the world. All right. So then, um, then I have like. Uh, you know, then I have different things in my pantry. So lots of different kind of vinegars: balsamic vinegar, cider vinegar, rice wine vinegar, red wine vinegar, white wine vinegar. Yeah, I have some of these. You do, right? Yeah. Yeah, vinegars are great to have around. Yeah, definitely. And then I have, you know, I have a, I have a handful of like, um, you know, different bottles of Asian ingredients. You know, so there's, you know, soy sauce, of course, and tamari, 
which is a, uh, a gluten-free soy sauce tamari. Mm. And then I have sesame oil. I love know, sesame oil. Toasted sesame oil. I'm yeah. like obsessed with sesame it's oil right delicious. Now. You know, rice wine vinegar. Then I have like some Thai things like um, red curry, green curry paste, some coconut, you know, some coconut milk, you know, in cans. Yeah, I always have um, red curry paste in my cabinets. Right. And then I have some sweeteners, things like agave, molasses. You don't even like agave. I don't. <laughs> but, it's, but it's in there. I have agave, I have molasses, I have... You know, of course, honey, maple syrup, I have pomegranate molasses. Oh, yeah, and that's my one new, i got to add. Here's my new favorite one, hmm. date, date nectar or date molasses. Mm. So good. For what? I use it for, like, glazes, and um, it's really good in, like, uh, like smoothies, like a date shake. Oh. So good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Good, it's good in dressings as well. Love. Delicious. And then, of course, like, uh, you know, I have some olives, of course, capers. Um, and then mustards, like whole grain, Dijon, you know, <clears throat> I have yellow mustard in case somebody wants a hot dog. <laughs> what what I, are you making hot dogs? I'm not. Exactly. And then, um, yeah, and then I actually, sometimes I have like horseradish mustard or honey mustard in there as well. All right, so we're going to start by cooking the garlic, just sauteing it really quickly, some anchovies. We don't want to brown the garlic. And put the tomato sauce right over it. Mm. Anchovies are one of the great things in the world. It has so much flavor. And not enough people use them. Mm. So right now we have the uh, little olive oil, some garlic, anchovies, tomato sauce. Gonna put some capers in there as well. The pressure and pepper. Let this cook in the, um, in the sauce. We're cooking spaghetti. Is that okay, okay with you, Sophie? Yeah, I love spaghetti. I right. can't believe I've never made this before. Yeah, this, this is like is, everything I love. Yeah, exactly. Lots of salty flavors. We'll chop up some green olives. These are Sicilian olives, which makes sense for this dish. It's really a southern Italian dish. Some olives in there. Let it kind of bathe in the tomato sauce with the anchovies and the garlic. And then we have some fresh herbs. We're gonna add the fresh herbs at the end. So we have parsley, we have some fresh oregano and a little bit of basil. And then of course there's like baking. You know, baking powder, baking soda. I know, I feel like it's so easy once you have like every everything on this list or the list that you're about to read. But like if you don't have one thing, it's so stressful. Like half the time when I don't have like baking powder, I'm like, should I just drive to dad's and go get like, <laughs> go get like a <laughs> cup of it? <laughs> like it's so annoying. If, if you just, I feel like if you have like five or six things stocked in your pantry for baking, like you're good to go like 95% of the time. Well, the problem here is like, and this happened to me the other day. This, this pantry, my pantry is so well stocked all the time that I always feel like I have everything. Oh. Except the other day, you wanted to come over for brunch and you wanted waffles. And then I looked, I was like, oh my God, I don't have any baking powder. <laughs> so, you know, Christina got me some baking powder, but like, I didn't even realize I didn't have any baking powder. Like I'm not sitting around doing inventory of the, of the, of the pantry, but I should. And then like different kinds of flours, like all-purpose flour, mm -hmm. 
for all purpose things, you know, <laughs> bread flour for different kinds of, you know, yeah. cakes, et cetera. Then there's almond flour, semolina flour to make some pastas or things like that. Masa harina to make tortillas. I have wonder flour, which is like, it's a brand actually, but it's basically steamed flour. The flour is already cooked. So it's good to, if you're breading something and you don't want it to be, you don't want the flour to be clumping up on oh, it or yeah, it yeah, tastes yeah. raw. Wonder flour like melts very easily. You have stone ground cornmeal on here. Yeah, cornmeal. Uh, cornmeal is really great because you can you can crust like fish or chicken in cornmeal. So you can have a cornmeal crusted fish. Um, obviously, you can make cornbread. You can make cornmeal waffles. Um, I'm a I'm a huge cornmeal fan. I love it. Um, sometimes I have blue cornmeal too, which is it's just it's which is a little softer, but it's got a great mm-hmm. nutty flavor to it. Um, then different kinds of sugars, of course. You, you know, you need, you need granulated sugar, but then there's you know brown sugar, light, dark. You know, the, the darker the sugar, the more sort of molasses flavor it's going to mm-hmm. have. Um, and you know, of course, I have chili peppers everywhere. You know, pods, literally, like literally dried chilies, ancho chilies, cascabel chilies, pasilla chilies, chili powders, and then of course there's a spice rack. You know, and that's a whole other thing. <laughs> Which is, you know, you know, it's important to keep your, your dried spices, like, kind of up to date. Like, they don't yeah. last forever. Right. You know, after a year or so, like, it's time to re- replenish them. And they're, they're not cheap, so it's like, it's a, it's a pain. But the bottom line is, if you're going to use these spices, and, I, and, and, like, you don't need every spice ever made. Right, but, like, so sometimes I see, like, online, like, I was thinking about this the other day. I don't have, like, a real spice rack. Like, I just have some random spices that I've bought, like, for different recipes and whatnot. Like, is there a good place to go get spices? Like, should I just order, like, a spice rack online of, like, where do you get your spices? I buy them in bulk and then put them in containers. Okay, so, yeah, I don't necessarily need to do that. You don't need to do that, but you want... But I'm I'm never going to run through spices like you. You want to go to a place that sells spices a lot because you want to make sure that that's... Like a spice store? Yeah, that's a great idea. Spice store in my area. <laughs> there, 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 there's a place. Well, there's a place called in New York City called Calustians, which is an Indian spice store. They're an, it's an amazing store. Um, you, you you walk in there, you're intoxicated by the the amazing aromas, and they have these mm. just gorgeous spices. It's just so good. So you want like you don't want to go. You don't you just don't want to buy it online because you don't know how long it's been sitting in the warehouse. For. Yeah. Oh, Spice Station Silver Lake. There you go. There you go. See you there. <laughs> Interesting. Um, what's a saffron thread? <laughs> it's saffron. So saffron comes from a flower. And they, that, the reason why saffron is so expensive is because, the, because there are people that literally by hand take each thread of the saffron out of the flower. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's the most expensive spice in the world. But there's no substitute for saffron because it, you can't emulate the flavor. You can emulate the color. It's a beautiful orangey-yellow color. Like, so you can use turmeric to flavor rice, to season rice or to color rice, but it's never going to have saffron flavor. How often do you sharpen your knives? Well, I sharpen them all the time on a steel, but that's just really sort of bringing them back into alignment. So you can do it yourself on a on a on a stone, either a water stone or you know on a regular mm-hmm. knife sharpening stone, or you can take it to a place 
and they'll do it on a machine. Now, the problem with this, okay, is that I don't want to say they ruin, they can ruin your knives, but they, the machines are so powerful that at some point it starts to change the shape of your knife. Oh. You know, because it starts getting, because of the way that they sharpen them, they sharpen them so, so well that it actually kind of starts chipping away at the, mm-hmm. the metal, you know? Okay. So what do I need, a stone? Yeah, you can do it yourself. On a Sorcerer's stone. stone? Yeah. <laughs> And you, can, you didn't get the Harry Potter go, go to YouTube and they'll teach you how to <laughs> sharpen a knife. I am not learning how to sharpen a knife off of YouTube. Yes, you will. That's so That freaks me out. I'm just going to come over here. Okay, I'll show you. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men how this beguiling woman in her 50s she looked like a million bucks with zero qualifications she had a harvard plaque tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents she's got all of these maseratis and bentleys all in the driveway is it like a mansion yes it's a mansion that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry she would probably have sex with one of her clients hide your money in your old rich man because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And then, if, then, if there, then there's like the, um, you know, the pasta section. So I have cans of whole tomatoes to make tomato sauce, of course. Um, I have tomato paste. Um, and then different kinds of pastas, you know, every you have shape. You like every, every, every pasta Every imaginable. shape and size. Yeah. Flavored pastas. Squidding pasta. Mm-hmm. There's a whole wheat pockery in there that Christina <laughs> loves. We made that the other day with rockfish. It was so good. Um, and then dried fruits. Currants, apricots, cranberries, great for salads. I don't feel like I ever noticed you having a lot of dried fruits around. Yeah, those are good for, those are really good for like chopped salads. Yeah. Delicious. I don't remember you having a lot of those when I was younger. No, Is that maybe a new not. thing? Mm, yeah, it's sort of like more my Mediterranean thing. Flavor. Yeah. Mm. Like you always have a lot of good like candy ginger, I feel like, too. You know, I don't have any candy ginger here. But I should get some. I like it's a great snack. I feel like that's like something new that I've like noticed that you've like had in your pantry more recently. I'll tell you what I've had a lot in my pantry <laughs> recently is are these these nut butters. You huh? know, besides peanut butter oh, and oh. almond butter, like my new my new I'm a I'm now in a pistachio, pistachio butter pistachio butter junkie. Yeah, it's the best. I mean, you know what I do is that sometimes I I I make a piece of toast and then I do half half the half the piece of toast um, peanut butter and half the other piece of toast pistachio butter and then I drizzle honey on top. Mm. I know, right? That sounds really good. Yeah? No, I'm addicted to it. It's so good. There's a place in the Hollywood farmer's market that has a really great quality one that I just, I mean, I buy them, I buy like two jars at a time. Yeah. It's so good. Um, Also, I think it's important to have like beans in the, like, there was some, like there were some colleagues of mine 
contemporaries, I should say, chefs, who are like, I don't use canned beans. I'm like, okay. So you be my guest, spend four hours cooking white beans. <laughs> and a lot of times, like, the, the, the skin on them doesn't get tender for one reason or the other. And, um, but I always have, like, cans of, like, cannellini white beans in, in there. Mm-hmm. Black beans, chickpeas. It's great to make like a hummus out of chickpeas. I always have I mean, canned chickpeas in my. You know, like you know, Christina like makes making like this like this chickpea curry thing that she loves to make, and you know, it's great to make soups with and things like that as well. They're always good to have around. They're cooked perfectly. Yeah. You strain them out. You know, you strain out the 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 juices in them, and then you know they're they're good to use. I also have like like um, tetra boxes of like chicken broth and vegetable broth. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Good to have around. Definitely. A lot of times I make my own, but in a pinch, why not? Yeah. You know, important important to do that. This thing is sizzling. How high is it? I always cook on high. That is so scary. You can turn it down if you want. No, I mean, you know what you're doing. Mostly. <laughs> All right. And then if the, if the tomato sauce gets a little thick... You know, Add some pasta water. There you go. You're learning, girl. You're learning. <laughs> Let's give our pasta a taste. Mm, perfect. Good? Yeah. And so what I do is I just take I take the spaghetti and I just bring a little bit of the sauce with it. I mean, a little of the uh, water with it. Okay. And then before I put it in the sauce, I just season the pasta again with some salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. And now I start bathing in the sauce. Yum. I'll just look. Delish. Yeah, you have to make sure that the noodles cook in the sauce for a minute. I'm just gonna put a splash of pasta water in there. And I'm gonna put like a pat of butter. Just to give it like a nice sort of glaze on yeah. top of it. And it's very classic, especially in southern Italian pasta dishes, um, to finish it with like a little bit of butter. And then as you know, the fresh herbs go in when? At the end. Exactly. How's that look? Really good. It's like a nice bright red with all the capers and the olives running through. Parmigiano. Oh, that's a lot. A lot of what, huh? Yeah. Good. <laughs> Yum. Oh yeah, a little olive oil, top it off. Yeah. A little more herbs. Pasta puttanesca. <laughs> Right out of the pantry. Didn't even didn't have to go to the store. Lucky me. Always Hungry is created by Bobby Flay and Sophie Flay. Our executive producer is Christopher Hasiotis. Always Hungry is produced, edited, and mixed by Jonathan Haas Dressler. Always Hungry is engineered by Sophie Flay. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.